Spire. Welcome back to Starting Now. I'm your host, Jeff Saris. This is the show where I talk to entrepreneurs to reveal the unexpected paths to entrepreneurship. Today, my guest is Alex Yui. He is a brand new entrepreneur. He actually just lost his job during um, COVID and the quarantine, but he has done an excellent job of building his personal brand through Twitter and not only creating a digital product that's doing well, but also bringing in recurring paying clients. I think this will be a really good one for you if you are just trying to figure out sort of where you're going next, how you're going to start on your next big idea, because Alex is, he's an example of someone definitely doing it right. So without further ado, my conversation with Alex Yui. Where about are you located then? Because you're in Spain, right? Yeah, I, I'm in Spain. I'm in, in Madrid, which is the capital, the main city. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I've been living here for, I don't know, uh, four or five years already. It's a great city. It's uh, super big. Well, I mean, right now is not that much thing going on because, you know, we have uh, coronavirus like, <laughs> like <laughs> and anywhere else in the world. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's nice. I mean, if you come to Spain, I don't know if you've ever been in Spain, but you should definitely visit. Yeah, I've Madrid. actually, yeah, I've been to Barcelona and actually Mallorca, which uh, is where you're from or you lived yeah, there for a bit. I, I, yeah, I was going to tell you, I, I'm from Mallorca. I come, I come from Mallorca. I was born there and I lived there until I was 18. So yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a beautiful place. I mean, yeah, it's, it's awesome, really. <laughs> yeah. The, the thing that really struck me was um, like some of the architect, like we stayed in an Airbnb and mm-hmm. the architecture of just how the streets were set up. Um, mm-hmm. The Airbnb we stayed in, actually, someone took one of the little um, sort of like cemented in areas and put mm-hmm. shipping containers in there. Oh. It was a really beautiful setup. And it was, oh. yeah, it was, I don't know. It was, it was a great visit when we were there. So it was a long time ago now. But yeah, I yeah. really enjoyed it. No, it's <laughs> nice. It's super, it's super cool. Yeah. So yeah. why don't we just start um, mm-hmm. with like what you do and I kind of like to go into like, like how do you make money in in what you're doing now? What does your lifestyle look like in terms of entrepreneurship or job or whatever it is? Yeah, so until last uh, July, I had a full-time job. I used to work at an advertising agency. Um, I've been working on, on advertising and on advertising agencies for the past four years, four or five years more or less. I mean, I, I finished college and then I went straight to one smaller agency. I was there for around three years. And then uh, at the beginning of, of early 2020, I moved to a bigger international agency. Um, everything, you know, super cool, big clients, everything is, is working. But then suddenly, you know, COVID strikes and they decide to, to close the, the Spanish offices. But we had one in Madrid and one in Barcelona, actually. Mm-hmm. And, and that was they, Vice, right? Yeah, I was Vice, Vice Media, yeah. which is a huge company, actually. Uh-huh. Uh, we had offices in New York, in Singapore, I don't know, everywhere in the world. But one of the offices that they decided to close was the Spanish one, because uh, according to them, they, they, I mean, it wasn't profitable enough, I guess, to, to keep it open. Yeah. And they decided to fire us. So then I was, you know, like in the middle of the summer, we had a job and I felt like, okay, what, what should I do? Because for the last maybe one, two, two years, I was thinking about uh, doing some business, I mean, something on my own because I always had like this idea on the back of my head, but I, I never had the chance to, to put it in motion because 
I maybe was too afraid or I was maybe too lazy to, to start doing something. <laughs> um, and then suddenly you get fired. So it's like, maybe I can get find another job, uh, another job during a pandemic, which is something maybe a bit difficult. Or we, yeah. uh, maybe now it's the right time to actually try to build something for myself. You know, it's like the, the kick in the butt that, that I need to, you know, to, to start building something. So mm -hmm. I started working first. First, I felt like, what should I do? What, what do I want to do? And uh, for my agency days, I, I mainly what I did was uh, working on account management, which is the, the person that uh, is in contact with the client on one side. And then internally is the one that um, manages the project, so to say. And I was super focused on digital. I was working on social media, influencers, you know, all, all of that kind of stuff. So I thought that maybe I could do that, but for myself and not like account management, which is like managing clients, but more like on the strategy side, which is one of the things that I really like the most. So basically I thought, what's the best way for me like to, to showcase my, my knowledge on social media and so on and attract people. So I decided that I needed to build a personal brand because I mean, if I'm selling content and social media strategies, I mean, I, I, at least I need to, ha to have something that, that backs that up, you know, like, and mm -hmm. I was experimenting a bit. First, I'll try with Instagram. I didn't really feel like, you know, like getting much traction there. Then also I start, I tried a bit of YouTube, but it felt a bit uh, overwhelming, you know, like it's too much going on at, least at that time. And then mm -hmm. I started uh, on Twitter. And that was the thing that, that, that started getting get traction. You know, I started on June, I had like around maybe 200 followers. And right now we are like at 2,200 followers, something like that, which is crazy. Now, I mean, it may not seem that much, but for me it is. And the, the good thing is that it allows me, it allows me to bring business to me actually, because uh, the people that I'm working with, which is people that I, I'm helping them with content and they're, you know, like with their content strategies, their social media strategy, I'm basically helping with that. And they all have come through my Twitter. They all have uh, found me on Twitter, send me a DM and say, hey, Alex, I would like to work with you. How, how can we do it? And, you know, like just schedule a call and send the proposal and that's it. And, <laughs> and we are on business. So that's basically what I'm doing right now. Yeah. And that's awesome. I mean, the... So, I mean, you said 2,000 might not sound like a lot on Twitter, but actually, mm -hmm. I mean, it is because you have 2,000 engaged followers. Like, that's yeah. there's a big difference between just, I mean, there's a lot of accounts, accounts that you see that they might have a mm -hmm. million followers, but no engagement. There's nothing yeah. happening on the profile. Yeah, exactly. So, when you were building that then, because that was just this summer. So, yeah, what, were, like, some um, of, yeah, what uh, were some of the first sorry. steps that you were taking? Mm, yeah. I mean, one of the first things actually was uh, setting, like making it a personal brand. I mean, not a personal profile, but I wanted to uh, feel a bit like a brand. And one of the first decisions I made was the, the color thing. If you, if you see my, my, <laughs> my Twitter account, everything is branded on with the same color, which is like a super bright orange, yellow. I don't know exactly, like depending on the screen, it looks like yellow or <laughs> orange, but yeah. So. I felt like I needed like this thing to to you know to, to to get in front of other people that might be tweeting the same as me. But if you see like the the orange spot uh, that's my profile on the timeline, maybe you know like you will pay attention. And actually, mm -hmm. some people uh, told me that. I mean, I, I didn't know what was your like your 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 handle, your account, but I remember that I need to find like the orange guy, and that, that was super <laughs> fun, super funny to me because I said, 
okay, that means that my branding is working because if people remember, maybe they don't remember my name, but they remember my color and they associate that color to me, then it's, mm -hmm. the job is done. So that was like, maybe I guess that was the first decision I made because yeah, I felt like I needed that. And I also wanted to, to communicate with, with visuals besides my tweets, because that's one of the other things that I wanted to, to take advantage of Twitter because everybody's writing, but not so many people is using images too. I mean, now more and more because for example, accounts like Visualize Value from Jack Patcher, which is like a, a, one of the, my main inspiration for this kind of tweeting is, mm -hmm. you know, like it's, it's setting like a trend, but like three, four five months ago, it wasn't that common. And the other decision that I made was like, I need to uh, stick to one or two colors maximum for my visuals, because on the one side, it's easier to recognize that it's a visual that comes from me. And on the other side, like the constraint helps a lot, like on the creative side, because if I don't have to think about anything else, I mean, I, I just have to think about what the design is going to be, but I don't have to think about color, about typography or anything, because that's already set. So yeah, that was like the, the first decision I ever made, actually. Yeah, really branding yourself like that's I mean, that's why honestly why I reached out, because as soon as like someone that um, works with our products, like reached yeah. out and they're like, oh, have you seen this guy? He's doing good stuff. As soon as I saw the the colors, yeah. the visuals, all of it, I was like, no, I want to talk to him. I want to I want to dive into yeah. this because you do stand out in a great way. And that's something that like. I think it's easy to miss because people do what everyone's doing. So like you said, Twitter yeah. is it's words. So people are posting words. Maybe they're sending their Instagram photos there or something. Exactly. But yeah, as soon as you do something that completely goes against against the grain, you can really stand out, which is awesome. I mean, because it is quick glance. I know exactly where you are in my feed and that's yes. brilliant. And I love then. So um, you mentioned like your little profile, your profile photo has the color and then all the images too. So you disperse images through a lot of what you write. How, yeah. like sort of what's your approach there? Like how much sort of image to writing do you do? Um, there's not, I mean, there's not really like a, a set ratio in my head, like 80% mm -hmm. images or words. Um, I, I enjoy doing the images, but sometimes it might take a, a while because it, it may seem easy to do, but sometimes like, Maybe I'm inspired one day and I can do five or six, but then there's one day that I can be for the two hours with only one image and it, and it yeah. doesn't work. So, I mean, the design, this kind of design work is usually like that, like this kind of creative stuff. So yeah, there's no fixed ratio actually. Like on the one thing that I try to have um, images everywhere is on my threads. Like whenever I do a Twitter thread, I try that each tweet, uh, at least almost each tweet has an image because that's a, that's like another thing that has been working for me in the past and it's one of the other things that i think um helps me stand out there because like normally a thread is just like tweets with text and nothing else or maybe they have one image on the first tweet and then nothing else and then i try to put an image everywhere because an image that adds context to what i'm saying and sometimes half of the tweet is on words and the rest is on the image and if you see one without the other you won't understand it but if you see both together then it's when it, it, it takes form in your in your head. And that's one of the other things that I've been experimenting a lot. And I'm having a lot of fun actually um, writing the Twitter threads, actually. Yeah. And doing yeah. that with those images, 
like you can scroll through your profile and it's almost like a blog feed. It's almost like you're on a website because you see all these images and you be yes. like, oh, I'm looking for this one that I remember from before. Like, let mm -hmm. me look for the one with, with the Twitter thief on the, on the, yeah. on the image or whatever it is, which, exactly. yeah, I really like that. I'm, I am, and I know your thing is um, mm -hmm. sort of stealing from others, remixing yeah. and, and going further. So I'm actually, I'm totally going to be stealing the, the color approach. I've already been sort of Please. figuring some yeah, things look. out for me. Yeah, it's... I'm su I'm super like on that uh, mindset that I mean I say stealing, but it's not really stealing. You know, I'm oh, not yeah. just stealing because one thing is stealing and one thing is copying. I mean, copying is bad, but stealing is good. I mean, everyone steals mm -hmm. even if you don't even notice. You know, because um, actually uh, you mentioned on our Twitter conversation the "Still Like an Artist" uh, book, mm -hmm. uh, which is a brilliant book. It was one of the main inspirations actually behind my stealing uh, mindset. And he, has, he says a quote, something like, uh, when you get rid of the burden of trying to be original, then everything gets easier, you know? Like, everyone is trying to be original. Don't be original. Just take uh, a bit of this idea, a bit of the idea, put it together, and add your own, like, personal flair, and everything will work. You know, and actually, that's how creative work works. I, oh, I yeah. Yeah, on the outside, I think people think that it's just this burst of inspiration, something completely yeah. new. But, I mean, there's... There's nothing really new. It's no. all building upon the past. Whether I mean, whether it's creative or even uh, science and like mathematics yeah. and everything, everything builds upon other people's work. So it's mm -hmm. it's something to actually like respect and appreciate that. Yeah, steal like an artist. Like go out and find what you love. Figure out how you can take from all these different places, smush yeah. it together, and make it into your own thing. Yeah, and, and don't try to hide it, actually. I mean, there is no shame at all on the ceiling. I'm actually, a lot of times when, when, when I see like maybe a tweet style that I like or something like or something similar, I, I something even, I give a, I leave a comment and I say, I'm going to steal this, you know? Like <laughs> I, I just say it to the author and almost like 99.99% .99 of people say, please do, you know? Like, because, I mean, I know, I mean, most of people know that I'm not, I'm not going to copy them. I'm just going to get inspired and, and use the, the thing that they are using on, on my own, uh, adding my own touch. So, yeah. That's, yeah. And that's, that's an cool. ego boost, too, because like people yeah. might be like, oh, I don't want to I don't want to tell because I don't want anyone to know. But yeah. you're connecting with that person in a way that others aren't because you're just telling them like what you're doing is awesome. Like yeah. I am going to I'm going to swipe it and make my own version of it. And yeah, that's, exactly. it's really smart. Like everything you're doing there is is great. Yeah. Um, and you also have an ebook that you're selling. Yeah. So I want to dive into the business, the uh, consulting side too. But first, I just mm -hmm. wanted to um, let everyone know about the ebook. Yeah, that was my second attempt at, at, at building a product. The, the first one was like when I had maybe 200, 300 followers on Twitter. I did just like a, 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 a notion. I built a, 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 you know, like a spreadsheet, a notion. And then it was just like a, a bunch of, of tools and things that help you um, for content on social media, stuff like that. Because I, I realized that I had a lot of bookmarks there. And I think I need to do something with those bookmarks because it, it was driving me crazy. You know, like I had a folder with like maybe 80 bookmarks and everything was like tools or stuff like that, you know, like for content. So I decided to put it together and to put it on Notion and then just uh, upload on Gumroad for free. I mean, you don't need to, it's like on the, the pay what you want uh, sort of business thing. And yeah, just I published on Twitter and people started the, uh, downloading, downloading, and even some people have uh, paid money for it. I mean, I think uh, today, I mean, as for today, it has done already 
50 or 60 bucks, which is super nice because, nice. you know, it's just people feeling that uh, that is useful and they, they decide to find $5, $10, $2, you know, I mean, <laughs> which is yeah. super cool. But And then um, one of the things that I decided to do uh, for the uh, Twitter Thief ebook, it was because uh, there was one thread, it was like one moment that w- propelled my growth on Twitter, which was one one thread that was called um, a still their style or something like that. And it was about um, a recap of some of the best tweeting styles, tweet formats that I saw. And I just put it there. Like the, the first image was like um, a guy uh, stealing like with a bag and a Twitter <laughs> logo. And it says something like a uh, still their style. And then I'm, it was like five or six tweets, each one with one style. And it was like a screen capture of the, um, of the tweet that I, I, I really liked. But I added the, my my color my brand color as a background, so it it, it would like be like a, a piece of my content, and then I don't know how like I posted, and then it got like fifteen or twenty likes, uh, and then I, I went I went to sleep, and then on the next day when I woke up it was great it was at one thousand likes or something like that, and I was like what the fuck my my <laughs> phone was going crazy, and it ended up being I mean and as for today is my most popular piece of content. It has been, uh, it has like 205, um, I don't know, I don't know how much. It's, it's super crazy impressions, uh, mm-hmm. 2000 likes over six or 700 retweets. And it got me from uh, 300 followers to 900 followers in one day, which was crazy. Yeah. And then uh, since it was like this stealing uh, theme behind, I tried to do two more threads with this uh, stealing um, theme. And one was about stealing ideas and the other one was about stealing followers. And I realized that it was like this common theme and actually these threads uh, became quite popular on my, on my, on my timeline. So I decided to, to package all of these three ideas together and just like expand on them and build an ebook, which is the Twitter thief. And it's basically a recap of, of, of these three threads, but like super expanded is it has like 34 pages, something like that. And it's just me talking about how you can steal ideas from Twitter. Not only ideas, you can steal ideas, followers, and styles. And it's like one of the easiest ways to, to kickstart your, your Twitter growth. And yeah, that was like the idea behind it. And it all started with one thread. And now it has become an ebook. And actually, it, it has made almost $1,000 in sales for as per today, which is awesome. super crazy, you know, because <laughs> I didn't expect it at all to, to work so good. And actually, a lot of people have told me that I should uh, increase the price because they think it's too cheap and so on. So today, today actually, I published that they will be increasing the price after December first, and a, a few more sales came in. And it's super, it's super, it feels super good to have built something that I wrote actually two or three months ago, and then I just tweet about it right now. And maybe I made fifty or sixty bucks just by tweeting because. It's something that I put maybe one week or two weeks of effort, but that's it. You know, like you're selling a product, which is something that is based on your skill. And then you are just making money just by tweeting, <laughs> which is super <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I think because you mentioned the stealing being something that worked across these three threads and then for the brand of the ebook. And I think that that is part of the brilliance is you packaged it in a way like sort of like this ninja this thief whatever like this guy that's running away and then immediately people people can relate to it in a way that's even deeper than the text because it has this vibe to it which i think is just 
just killer. And then, yeah, you did, you priced it very low. It's only like 10 or 15, depending on the purchase uh, now, right? It's like $10 only the, like the basic ebook and then $15 uh, with a Twitter thread template, which is a thing that I built on a spreadsheet. And my tweets from, from July until September or something like that, uh, all of my tweets for, and for people, you know, like to copy, to steal, to remix, to do whatever they want. They have all of my tweets there on a spreadsheet because they can take it and they can do whatever they want with it. So yeah, yeah. that was the idea. Yeah, really <laughs> smart. And I think it's going to be great too once you raise the price because this is something that is forever valuable. I mean, it's not, yeah. this, isn't, this isn't a certain time on social media where like, oh, this will work for a month. It's like your entire model is giving value to people, like actually giving something, giving people what they want. And then mm -hmm. in return, they follow, they engage, they share and do all the things. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's timeless info. So I think it's, it's awesome that you have that out there. Are there yeah. any other products that, you, that you're considering yet in terms of like um, Gumroad, like digital type uh, build one, yeah, sell that, twice It's approach? one of the things that I, I want to explore further, like on these 2021 <laughs> uh -huh. because uh, I, I see a lot of potential you know like like as, as you said like creating something and then selling it one and twice three times on the internet without you needing to do any more work it's something it's like a mind-blowing concept i mean it's super obvious but until you realize it it's not that obvious you know yeah so, until you make that first dollar that exactly first, like yeah any sort of income from it then that's when it's like oh wait this is this is real this is something exactly. like we know it and like conceptually but yeah there's a difference once the money starts yeah. coming in <laughs> yeah so i, I haven't yet a, a like a super clear idea but i i've been i have a few ideas of what what i want to, to do like next and I want to do something a bit bigger. I don't want to. I don't want to build a, an, a write another ebook or something like that. I want to do something special, probably with Notion, because it's the tool that I use uh, every day for my for my stuff. And I don't know, few ideas going on there. But for mm -hmm. sure, like uh, early next year, I will be releasing something something new on, on that area. And awesome. always tied to social media and content, which is like my main area of expertise. So yeah. Yeah, for sure. And for anyone who doesn't know who's listening, what is Notion and how, like what are the things that you can do with oh, it? Yeah, I mean, I think you can do almost everything actually by <laughs> now in Notion. It's like a, this tool that you can make it a spreadsheet, but at the same time you can, you can write. It's like Google Docs, Google Sheets, and a few more things all packaged together. And it's super nice. I'm, I'm using it every day for, you know, like for work and for personal stuff too. So it's, it's super useful. I recommend like people checking it because it's uh, like a productivity tool, super useful if, if you are used to working with digital uh, productivity stuff. Yeah, very cool. So onto the consulting part a little bit. How did you bridge that gap? Because you're not really, um, from what I've seen, I might be wrong, you're not really pushing your consulting or, or selling, like marketing it at all. How did no. you find that those first few people sort of new to reach out to you and how did the um how did the the sale grow how did you sort of um bring that no, in it actually it was it was a bit uh, weird because i had the idea of doing some consulting work but i didn't know exactly how to put it i didn't know if i should put like maybe build a landing page or something and then suddenly like uh one 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 guy which is my my first client the first person i ever worked with just reached out to me and said Hey man, you have a you know thirty minutes to make a call. I, I want to ask you a few things, and I jumped into that call without the selling mindset. I was just going to to talk to someone because I, I did it a few times before. I mean, I, I love that people DM me and 
most of the times that people ask me to jump on a call, I do it because I mean that's one of the, the other things I love be, of being on social media, you know, like connecting with other people and so on, which is mm -hmm. like like we are doing you and me, like we don't know each other at all, but we are here just talking and I I, I really enjoy it. So so yeah, he he just told me that that to, to jump on a call and we, we talked a bit about a bit about Twitter, about social media and so on, because he, he's doing a lot of social media stuff, but for influencers. And he told me. Hey man, I really like your content. I, I think you could. Do you think you could help me with my with my own content and so on? I said, Yeah, sure. Uh, why not? <laughs> and he said, Why don't you send me like a quote and and we can figure something out? And then I, I said like, Okay, then now I need to build a consulting business because I yeah. I didn't even know uh, what to offer to him. So yeah, like that's one of the things that my background on advertising really helped me because I was handling a lot of sales stuff on on my on my. Uh, nine to five job so i'm i more or less knew what to offer him and more or less knew uh, what to do but it, it caught me by surprise so he was the first that i, I started working with and then just is right now it's just people reaching out to me on dms but I, last week i built a quick landing page uh for people like i just linked it on my twitter profile and yeah like there is like my full service thing but i'm super open to to what the what the other person needs like i know i can help them i can build a fuller strategy for them but i can also just maybe give a small roadmap for uh for one month or stuff like that so i'm still actually defining the the whole uh you know like this whole scope oh, of yeah. my consulting business because i don't really know uh where it, where we go from from here but for now it, it's cool it, it pays the bills which is the, the main reason why i'm doing it and mm -hmm. it's super cool I, I didn't expect to be doing this uh three four months just after losing my job you know because it's it's super it's a great feeling actually because now i am the one that it's setting like uh, my own schedule and more or less i'm working the the times that i want and that's super cool yeah when you're doing things right and you're really you're you're giving like you're not asking you're not asking people for anything you just kept giving yeah. and strategically giving and yeah it, it ends up coming back to it, it pays back in the long run it's awesome so one always, of the always. things, yeah, you've, so you have experience working with client relations, but something that scares people mm -hmm. is always pricing. I mean, like, like we've been doing what we're yeah. doing for over a decade now and pricing is still the worst. <laughs> how did you sort of with your first personal client, how did you approach pricing? <laughs> what, what did you um, do to figure that out? It was super scary actually, because <laughs> I, and it, it happened to me before when, when I was trying to sell the ebook the deciding on a price, it was super scary because I think like I had like this imposter syndrome of like, why should people uh, pay something to me? And even if I know that what I wrote was valuable because I, I know it was at least that it can bring you a bit of value. It was super scary to set the price and to, to, to tell people, okay, you should pay this for my knowledge. You know? So at this, this thing was at a bigger scale because it was a bigger project. And, and the first time I, I typed something, so I came up with, I came down with a price and I said, okay, this price is cool, but I'm sure I, I put it down because I'm, I'm a bit scared of, of doing it. So I, I, uh, so I put it a 20% more. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. So I said, and, I, and I sent it because I said, I'm sure that the price I came up with is lower than it should be because Absolutely. I'm scared. So I just like. 20% more and this is the final price. <laughs> yeah. And, and was worked, there any pushback? So yeah, he didn't. No, 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 like he was super nice about it. And we made an arrangement the first month that I worked with him. 
uh, he paid a bit less, but he compromised to giving me a testimonial, which is super important actually when you are first starting out. And he gave a super great testimonial with video. It's like almost a two minutes video talking about um, how we are working together and so on, which is super nice. So yeah, that, that was like, I did like a small discount for this testimonial. And then we are just working right now. Like uh, we are, we have been working together for almost two months with this first guy that I'm telling you. And it's super nice. Like we are, we are forming a relationship beyond uh, work working, you know, like we are actually becoming friends because we are talking a lot about, you know, social media, how he can improve his own business. He has like a, he has an influencer agency, which is super cool. And yeah, super cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's great. And building those relationships, people, I think, underestimate the value of relationships. Like yeah. a lot of times it's like, oh, I need to make a sale. Okay. Now I need to make another sale where really, I think more of the attention should be post-sale because that is where we build these really, really tight connections with people. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's super important. I, I learned that also on my uh, previous uh, advertising job because we, we, we needed to have a good relationship with, with our clients because they were paying us a lot of money <laughs> and we, we provided a good uh, service. But if you wanted to scale that business, you need to have a good relationship with the, with the person that is the point of contact because maybe you won't get more business directly from him and his department. But if you do a good job and you have a good relationship with them, they will recommend you to other departments or, you know, like, or maybe his boyfriend or her boyfriend works at a, uh, another company and they are looking for an agency then they will recommend you. And, and that's how it works. Like if you are just like, overall, you're just a nice guy and uh, you know, mm -hmm. like you treat people nicely. I, I believe that good people, good things come your way. So that's how I'm trying to navigate the life, you know? Yeah, for sure. And it really seems like you're succeeding at that. So someone who is just starting out and um, say they, Maybe they don't have a business yet, but they're in a similar spot to where you were. What would you recommend um, that they do? So specifically with regards to Twitter, how would you say they uh, figure out what their niche is? I mean, the finding a niche is super hard because at yeah. the beginning, um, I was a bit lost too. I mean, I knew I, I wanted to talk about social media and content and like a bit of strategy, which is like the things I'm doing, but I didn't know how to connect everything. And the way I found the type of content I wanted to do was by posting a lot of stuff, like uh, saying, okay, wh what I'm having more fun with, what I am enjoying most, like, is it doing these threads with the visuals or is it doing like this kind of platitude uh, tweets, which maybe sometimes it works, but I didn't really like coming up with this kind of stuff. So I, I would say that just testing a lot of things, especially in the beginning, it's actually easier because you don't have that much of a bigger audience to that, you know, like they won't say, okay, why, why are you posting so many weird stuff? You know, so <laughs> you can test a lot and see what, what resonates more with you because it's not that much of what resonates with people, but it also needs to resonate with you because you will be the one producing it. And if you are succeeding, you will be doing that for a long time. And if you don't enjoy it, then you, you, you are, <laughs> you are screwed, you know, because it will be hard to do something that you, you don't like to do for 10, five, 10, 15 years. Yeah, so absolutely. one of the first things I did was like trying out a lot of different content styles, a lot of different stuff. And yeah, also, and also finding um, three, four, five people that you can look up to as a mentor. Maybe you can try to uh, build a relationship with them, but at the same time, just looking at what they are doing, it can be like a good inspiration. That's what I call like stealing ideas, you know, like the <laughs> part of stealing ideas, stealing uh, followers and so on. 
So yeah, it's like finding five or six people that are doing what you would like to do, because I'm sure that somewhere in the world there's someone that is doing it and, and see how they do it and try to replicate that. But as always, like adding your own personal, personal thing. Yeah, I think that's wonderful advice. And I think that's a good note to, to close on. So where should we send people to check out everything that you're up to and your products? Uh, actually, everything is on my Twitter profile. So I have all my links there. I have my personal website, my uh, landing page for uh, consulting services. And also like my Gumroad link is there for if you want to check out the ebook or whatever. Everything is there. So if you go to my Twitter profile, you will find, you will find everything there. <laughs> cool. And that's Alex. How do you pronounce your last name? It's Alex Yui. It's actually a bit difficult to pronounce because it's like mm -hmm. uh, from Catalan side of uh, Spain. So uh -huh. it's not even Spanish people can pronounce it right. So <laughs> I, like, right. I, I gave up on that a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you spell it out just for the listeners. Yeah, it's like Alex, L-L-U-L-L -L -L, and then T and W from Twitter. You know, like Alex Yui. Perfect. Twitter. Yeah, that's the thing. Sweet. <laughs> Yeah, well, this was awesome. But thanks so much for taking the time out to do this. Yeah. Thank and you for inviting me. It was fun. Yeah, I think there's a lot of valuable info for people who are really like in it right now because you have you've created you've created something great. I mean, you've created your full time income at a time when you yeah. needed it most, and that exactly that is yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, super good. But thanks again, and yeah, we'll definitely yeah. be in touch. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> take it easy. Bye bye. I want to thank Alex for joining me on this episode. Be sure to check him out on Twitter. That's AlexYoyTW. A-L-E-X-L-L-U-L-L-T-W. And that link will be in the show notes along with his website and um, his Twitter thief ebook. So that's AlexYoy. As always, this episode of Starting Now is brought to you by Built. At Built, we help you get started online. Whether you want to start a blog or a business, head on over to built.co. That's B-Y-L-T C-O to get started. Built. Your website. Built for you. Simply. Finally, if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, be sure to check out the video version on YouTube, which is my favorite version of the show. I feel like it. it's... I'm doing things a little different there. Just like Alex with his uh, branding of his social media, I, I put a lot of effort into these the videos, these over-the-shoulder type shots. So um, definitely check it out. I'd really appreciate it. And if you did it, just let me know. Let me know on Twitter, at Jeff Saris. And that'll do it for this week. Again, I'm Jeff Saris. This has been Starting Now. And I'll see you next time.